Natural Podcast. My name is Ben. And I'm Ben. <laughs> no, you're not. You're Jake. And we are so glad to have you with us tonight as we sit down with Beyond the Badge Paranormal and talk to them about some of their experiences, their YouTube channel, all that kind of good stuff. Jacob, how you doing tonight, buddy? I don't know if... uh Did you change the music? No, I did not. Oh, it sounded a lot different on my end. Yeah, well, we've got some new technology and stuff going on, which is why we're uh, like a little bit behind on uploading the show. Uh, I had to get new computer stuff and make it all work, and it kind of put us behind a little bit. So it's Ben's fault. Blame it's him. It's Ben's fault. It's Ben's fault, but we're back, and we have this really cool interview with these really cool folks, and we hope you'll check out their channel, Beyond the Badge Paranormal, when you get a chance. They're groovy fellas. They I'm are. talking to them. They are. They're pretty cool folks. They got some pretty cool stories. Firefighters, yeah. And ghost hunting is their outlet. Yeah, so I guess we'll just get into that, huh? Let everybody hear from All right, here you go. All right, so why don't we just real quick uh, introduce everybody so we know who everybody is here. Excellent. So uh, my name's Jeremy Lefevre. Um, I'm the, uh, I guess, the founder of Beyond the Badge Paranormal. I'm a firefighter in the city of Newport News. I've been there uh, going on 18 years. Um, yeah, and that's what we got. 18 yeah. years. But you got some stories yeah. out of that, don't you? I have a lot of stories, man. I think <laughs> a, a lot of my interest in paranormal uh, might have been sparked by some of the stuff I've seen, too. So, Well, that's what I want to hear tonight. All right, who's All right. next? Um, I'm Jessica. Uh, I'm not a firefighter. Um, <laughs> I am just <laughs> paranormal obsessed, married to a firefighter, and yeah. I'm Randy. Um, firefighter for Windsor Fire Department. Been there for 17 years now. Um, so I think our interest, we've started um, just having an interest in it for a while, but we went to Gettysburg this past um, October, and it kind of really, really sparked it up for us. All right. Well, so I assume you're from that area then? Yes. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, so. I'm born and raised. Uh, I'm born and raised in uh, Gloucester County. It's like a small, uh, small little uh, town, just a few minutes away from where we work. I feel like I've heard of it, but who knows why? Yeah, is that know. is <laughs> that like Northern Virginia or Southern? No, it's not Northern Virginia. It's uh, it's really close to like Virginia Beach. Oh, you're way down south. Yeah. Okay. I guess considered Southerners. Yeah. All right. So uh, firefighters, paranormal investigators, way more interesting than we are. So if you guys want to tell what what, what kind of got you into in, in either of those, whatever you guys want to want to talk sure. about. Yeah, uh, I'll start um, with the firefighting. I mean, I needed a job to pay for my children's uh, food. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I have a tendency to have children. I have three teenage daughters now, so. I have to work. Um, but, uh, so yeah, the firefighting is, you know, it's just been been pretty awesome experience. Um, the paranormal, I've been an enthusiast, uh, for my entire life, really, even as a teenager, that's, it was kind of my thing. I, um, I've always wanted to sort of go out and hunt ghosts before it was a, a thing on travel channel. Um, <laughs> and then of course I've watched, Hey, I've watched, uh, I'm a little bit, of, uh, obsessed over every ghost show I've ever seen. My children and my wife will tell you that if TV is on, that's all I ever watch. Um, 
And so that's kind of uh, been my thing for the last 30 years. Um, I just now finally gotten old enough and have enough money to maybe do my own stuff. Not a lot of money. I am a fireman, um, but uh, enough finances to say, you know what, I'm going to take a weekend and go travel somewhere and do something cool. Um, and then uh, with the firefighting side of things, the uh, the stress and, and um, bad stuff that we see on a regular basis, especially over the last 18 years, um, I realized there was a need for uh, an outlet that was healthier than the drinking party and crazy outlet that most of us do. Um, and I, so I combined the two things. I was trying to look for a way to uh, start my own paranormal group and then also help my uh, my brothers and sisters in the uh, fire service. So I just came up with this random idea one day after getting in a, a small argument with my wife about hobbies. And um, I said, you know what the hell with it? I'm going to start my own group. And, you know, if it's just me, it should be just me. But um, I got a couple, I, I uh, fooled a couple people at the firehouse to join it in, told them that it was going to be awesome, and made them watch some uh, YouTube ghost stories and stuff. And they were like, oh, that looks fun. Didn't realize, they didn't realize it was going to be a full-time job because I put them to work um, doing a lot of stuff. And I annoy them every day with 100 emails and text messages. But uh, that's uh, the life when you're friends mm -hmm. with me. And then uh, and then uh, Jess and Randy actually uh, reached out to me because um, I think they were fooled and thought maybe I knew what I was doing. Um, but come to find out, uh, I had just started myself. And uh, I said, hell, come on, join, you know. Shit, I'm I'm happy to have you. And their enthusiasm uh, has, been, has been pretty amazing. So it's good to have them on board and... You know, we've been uh, doing some crazy shit. Uh, been a little over maybe two months that we started the group, and it has gone crazy. We've we've got a shit ton of equipment. Um, I don't know where we're getting all this money from. Where I'm in debt, but other than that, <laughs> uh, and uh, we're we've got some locations already planned out for 24. We're gonna go do some crazy stuff. Um, if, uh, February one, we're going to St. Albans. That's going to be our next big one, and then we head over to the cabin on 360. And we just got a whole bunch of shit planned, but the group's really morphed and grown into something that I would hope it would have uh, grown into. It's just a lot quicker than I expected. That's awesome. I know I watched some of your stuff on YouTube, Beyond the Badge Paranormal. If you haven't looked it up yet, ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching this, look it up. These guys—they're an amazing crew. I liked watching you guys just just be together, even was really entertaining you tell yeah. you guys are really good friends you got a really good crew you know having fun enjoying it and i think that's the most important thing so yeah you guys are awesome yeah it's really funny how the uh the two videos we have on youtube right now that i got uh today i checked they got almost almost four thousand views um or almost three thousand views and uh it's just a bunch of weirdos in the woods uh we don't really <laughs> catch anything great um i mean please check out the videos uh it was just one of those investigations that got sprung on us. And then we were like, hell, let's do it. And we really didn't know what we were doing. Um, but uh, it's got a lot of views and um, the woods themselves. Hopefully we talk about that a little later on. But um, yeah, people are weird. They must really like these videos because they keep watching them. And I'm happy about that. Well, you know, <laughs> people like to be scared. Yeah, no doubt. You said you're going to the cabin on 360. Yeah, we go there uh, March, I think, 26. I don't know. I can't. The 17th. Yeah, Same so she's, she keeps the calendar. If you can't <laughs> there you go. I went there with uh, with Dark Hollow and my brother uh, last year. Right. And my last name is pretty hard to pronounce. Like, I think you guys can see my name on there. Yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
so we were using a spirit box and it kept saying i think i have it on the tiktok too um on our youtube shorts it's on the tiktok yeah but it kept saying like behind you and i it was hard to understand but then it said my last name like perfectly and my brother and i were there so we both kind of freaked out and it was cool so uh, we had a lot of activity at the cabin on 360 yeah i got a warning from a lady uh after i um was messaging somebody on facebook and this lady messaged me back and said um that i need to make sure i load up on prayers and um some sort of uh smudging or something so yeah they said uh they it feeds off a negative energy so like i was thinking i was screwed because my brother is one big negative energy (laughs) yeah Um, but you know other than it getting freakishly cold and i mean we had a lot of activity like we had cat balls going off we had uh the ghost box or spirit box we had a lot of cool activity like uh mag lights were going on and off like crazy intelligent mm-hmm. answers um and we were gonna spend the night but it was cold yeah. i guess we were tired um yeah that seems to be a thing with paranormal investigating being cold and tired <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is for real yeah. all right uh randy jess you want to go ahead and tell us what got you into this stuff oh my gosh um well for me i've kind of always loved it I'm kind of weird and I can see things that you can't see. I'm like our special person of the group. (laughs) Um, So I've always seen things growing up. I've always thought I was so odd. And then um, actually a few years ago when my best friend passed away, I think it kind of kicked it up a little bit. And then we decided to take this trip and start ghost hunting together. And when we went to Gettysburg, whatever was in me just lit up. And so when we came home, I was like, I really want to find a group. And I took my EMT with Jeremy long time ago and he just popped up on my Facebook and I'm like, I'm going to message him and we're going to do this. And then we all got together and it just took off from there. Yeah. We definitely have a connection for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Your gift guides you. Yes. My You're gift guided me follow. for sure. Yeah. Follow it will guide you. It it does. And it I keep getting stronger. It's kind of scary, but kind of cool. <laughs> I understand, but. Our Patreon people know all about that. So we're not going to dwell on what my story is. Your guys' are way better. Okay, Randy, anything? Yeah, we've been together almost 15 years, I think. <clears throat> In the beginning, we kind of, we watched the paranormal shows on TV a lot. Then um, the kid comes along, so everything changed to Disney World, of course. Yeah. Then um, yeah, yeah, yeah. we've always talked about going to Gettysburg because I like, I like the history. And, of course, I like the paranormal stuff, so. Went there for our anniversary. We kind of did the tour of like the Jenny Wade house. Um, the orphanage. Yeah, the orphanage. Um, in the Jenny Wade house, she kind of saw the little kid on the second floor. So we moved into the second room on the second floor. And she's like, this little kid is like getting overwhelmed. And about that time, I felt the cool breeze on my on my neck. I turned around, took the three pictures like they said, and I caught an orb on the third picture. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool that she sensed that. Then we went to Saks Bridge and... All kind of stuff happened there. Yeah, we got followed home there. I had to cleanse the house, but yeah. Yeah. So if he was a skeptic, he's no longer a skeptic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah, comes so face to face with it. That's uh, kind of hard to deny it after that, isn't it? Yeah. Something you'll so, learn about Jessica is she will uh, 
when you get to know her, she start freaking you out more often than not. Uh, I get the weirdest, scariest uh, text messages from her on a regular basis. And um, anytime I get a text message from her, I kind of open it up like, oh, well, what is she going to tell me now? You know, you should just she wait until you don't want to fall asleep and she wakes you up. It's like, something's here. Yeah. <laughs> Happens all the time. We have a lot of deceased relatives that come to see us. Just when I'm about to sleep is usually when something happens, but. Yeah, they don't. I don't think they have clocks on the other side. They don't. Yeah, they don't. They don't have clocks. <laughs> Appropriate visiting hours, people. Come on. That's right. When we talk about the old house woods uh, episode, uh, if we do get a chance to talk about that, well, real I think no time like the present, right? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead, yeah. take it away, sir. I, I don't know uh, if you if you're familiar with old house woods or not. Uh, I wasn't until um, I was in the an EMS room and another paramedic who lives in uh, Matthews County um, her, overheard uh, me talking about uh, doing some investigations and trying to find a location. And he was like, Hey, Bubba, you ever heard of old house woods, you know, said it something like that. And I was like, but I don't even know what you said. And also I have no idea what you're talking about. And he said, yeah, man, go check it out. Go check it out on the internet. And I went straight over to the little computer and looked it up. First thing that popped up the most cursed woods in America. And I said, shit, there you go. We're doing it. <laughs> That's how I made the decision. Uh, granted we are amateur. We have barely no idea what we're doing. But we're doing the most cursed woods in America. And I said, you know what? I want to go big or go home. Um, and uh, so we did uh, two full nights in Old House Woods. Um, it was cold. There were long nights. Um, we got some cool shit in there. I mean, you know, we're working with the, the equipment we have. Um, but we had a very spooky uh, scenario uh, while we were there. Um, we were out doing uh, night one. We were, uh, they were doing an investigation at this old shed. There used to be a house that burned down and, big long story but um we were out there jess and i were standing on the road just hanging out the atmosphere is really calm just like it is right now just we're having a good time relaxing i had the woods to my back and it was really dark i couldn't see her um, but i could feel all of a sudden out of nowhere this electrical charge just like if someone plugged me into the wall the entire backside just just lit up and um i immediately turned and felt like what the hell and um she without missing a beat was like and a man just ran up to the woods and i was like you gotta be kidding me i can feel it and so and when i turned around and faced the woods it went away and so this this coming and going of energy happened five or six times and she said well the guy is uh protective of the land um he can't leave the woods for whatever reason we didn't think he could um and uh you know he's he's a a a big dude and all that. And so I'm thinking, well, shit, man, this is crazy. Um, and he actually followed us around that whole night. Uh, so then fast forward to night two, we go back out there, but uh, Jess and Randy uh, were under the weather a little bit and had some things going on. So I brought another fireman of mine. I, I recruited a, uh, a guest cameraman, um, Jacob Blizzard. He's another member of our group now. Um, and uh, we went back out there and as we were out in the woods, we caught a shadow figure. It's really hard to see, but um, I mean, I can see it, but maybe it's just my eyes playing tricks on me. Uh, so anyway, caught that, come home. I didn't know we caught it until I looked at evidence a couple of days later. But the next night, I'm standing in my backyard, taking my dog out to go uh, to the bathroom. And at about 11, 12 o'clock at night, no wind, real calm night, my tool shed swing, the door swings open violently. Now I'm not, a, I don't scare very easy. So I'm like, oh, whatever. Well, the thing that really got me is when it swung, it swung closed. 
Then all of a sudden, the hair on my back of my neck stood up, and I went, oh, shit. And the first thing I thought was, man, some jokers done followed me home. Uh, so I didn't tell anybody because I got teenage daughters and I got a wife. And I'm like, shit, man, they're going to be mad at me for bringing something home. <laughs> that was the one thing they told me not to do. They said, don't, don't bring anything home. And I said, yeah, no worries. Um, but anyway, apparently I brought something home. So I didn't tell anybody. So the next day I go into work and I'm sitting at the firehouse and I'm typing on the computer and I get a text message from old Jessica over there who <laughs> likes to send me scary text messages. And she says, hey, has your friend from the woods come to visit you? And I'm like, what the fuck? So I said, well, what the hell does that mean? And she's like, well, I just had this vision. And I'm thinking, Jesus, here we go. The fucking vision, man. Like, I knew this was going to happen. And when I didn't talk to her about it, she just said, well, I had this vision of, you know, your, your backyard and your shed and all that. And I'm thinking, you've got to be kidding me. This is insane. And she's like, yeah, I have a feeling like he's there. And I'm like, yeah, well, I haven't told anybody yet. Um, but surprise, surprise, my shed door flew open and I get this crazy feeling while I'm out there. And of course, she tells me, you know, I need to go out there and talk and tell him to leave. So the next night I'm out there talking to myself in the middle of the night. My neighbors are probably like, this guy's on drugs. Um, I'm yelling at this guy, you got to go home. You got to go home. Um, of course, you know, I don't know if he goes home because I can't see him. And then uh, I thought that was the end of it. And then about uh, three or four days later, I get uh, a Facebook message from a lady who lives in Matthews, who's the know all of know all of old house woods and she's an amazing uh, resource she's given us a lot of information well while i'm telling her that hey somebody followed me home she throws out hey it's kevin and i'm like what the hell what the hell kind of random name is that i thought it was a native american or something out there but no she says kevin and so i said all right who the hell's kevin and she said well he was a friend of mine we used to investigate out there and we we spent a lot of time out in the woods and he uh, unfortunately took his own life. Um, and before he died, he said he was going to go haunt old house woods. And I'm like, okay, well, this is a little weird, but I don't know how you know it's Kevin. And so I said, well, what does Kevin look like? Because I knew what Jess has already told me about the guy. And I didn't want to tell this lady. And she said, well, he's really tall, about six, four, um, big build, dark hair. I went online. I looked him up and I'm like, yeah, sure enough. That's what Kevin looks like. He was kind of a popular guy. He had like a radio show and stuff, a local radio show. And big into the paranormal. So I text Jessica and I said, hey, what's your description of that guy that you see in my shed or whatever? And she said, big guy, bigger than you, um, dark hair. And I was like, God damn, this shit's crazy. So then I texted her a picture of the guy on the internet. And she's like, yeah, that's the guy. And I'm like, all right, it's all tied together. Well, then I asked the lady on the other side, well, why is Kevin want to follow me home? I mean, you know, I don't understand that. And she said, well, Kevin was really defensive about groups, paranormal groups coming out there and, and, and fucking around too much. Like he... If you went out there and you weren't a legit group, you were just some people looking for a scare, he would he would get very angry in life. Um, and she said that uh, he was also a jokester. But if definitely if you were messing around, he was going to definitely um, let his presence known, which makes sense if you think about it. I'm standing there. We're doing this group thing. All of a sudden, this gentleman runs up to the woods, protective of the area. Um, and he also, according to Jess, while we're out there, had a... a, a he was direct. He was definitely interested in me, the leader of the group. So it all kind of tied together um, that it's potentially Kevin uh, that's out there. Um, it kind of all makes sense. Made it a little bit creepier, but also uh, the lady said Kevin's a super nice dude and there's nothing to be worried about. So I haven't really told Kevin that he had to leave my backyard once I knew it was him. He can stay back there. I don't know why he's picking the tool shed though, because I have a full size 
detached garage that he's more than welcome to live and it has a fridge with full of beer so if kevin wants to hang out i'm cool with kevin hanging out um i don't have a problem with it just don't scare my kids and we're all good be careful what you wish for on that one sorry it was a long story but i mean it was a lot of pieces of that story we like long stories okay here did i get it right jess you sure did yeah and then, of course, I put it at the end of the uh, Woods episode, part two. I didn't tell my my kids or my wife. And so I said, hey, there's a surprise at the end. And then when they watched it, I got all these text messages like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, hey, I didn't want to tell you. I wanted to make it a surprise, man. It makes videos kind of fun, right? You so, should just feel good that your kids and wife actually watch your content. Mine do not. Well, I make them watch it. Uh, they have to watch it beforehand. So uh, they check all my spelling issues. I, I'm I'm. <laughs> I think I have a speech impediment and also I can't spell with a damn. So <laughs> fair enough. But you know, we're going somewhere where there's potential demonic activity. So they're really nervous that I'm going to bring something home. I um, get it every time. Do not bring anything back to this house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. I can't do anything <laughs> about that. If they want to come, they want to come. I'll tell them not to, but I mean, I do my best, but what I can't control what they do. I mean, shit, man. I went on the internet and I ordered Paleo Santos wood or something from. South America. I, I'm going to burn some shit. I don't know even what I'm doing. Uh, probably going to draw more stuff to me than I am uh, going to get rid of. But <laughs> well, at least you're trying. Yeah, Make we have holy water from podcast. Amazon, so you're doing better than us. <laughs> what? What did you say? We have holy water from Amazon, so you're doing better. That is, than us. That is true. I'm going to need it when I'm in the bowling alley by myself. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds totally exciting. Haunted bowling alley. Well, yeah, you know, you got to generate views, man. Uh, I got to get people excited about Beyond the Badge. Um, that's going to be my next uh, video I put out is, uh, you know, we're almost to a thousand views in a short period of time. Once we hit a thousand views, we can go live, you know. So um, if we get a thousand before February 1, I'm going to do a live feed from the bowling alley by myself. Um, <clears throat> just trying to spark interest. I like to do some crazy shit. Quick hand. The more people you follow, the more people follow you. That's pretty much, yeah, what I've noticed. If you look at our follows and following, it's mm-hmm. about even. <laughs> but I've been followed by some interesting folks, too, though. I, Very... Yeah, let me know when you get the uh, next Mr. Beast offering, offering you uh, $3,000 for your cash app. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, some weird shit out there, man. Yeah. But Old House Woods was actually pretty cool, man. It was uh, the people in Matthews are really neat. They're nice people. Uh, the woods themselves, I think, are pretty uh, pretty haunted. Um, we didn't catch a ton of stuff. We we had uh, a few small uh, things occur while we were there. But I think it's one of those issues where the ghosts have had so many people come there, the spirits, um, and I, I think there's some uh, intelligent spirits there that are uh, hiding. So. Uh, the lady who's been communicating with me said that she will take me there. She has a lot more communication with the spirits. Um, and uh, she'll be able to to get us in and get some more evidence. So we're probably going to do a part three. Awesome. But I don't, really, I don't really like outside stuff. It's a lot harder with lighting and, and sound. and Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Your stuff is actually, for no longer than you've been doing it, your your production value is very good. I'm I was I'm impressed. Good. Well, we uh we have a good one coming out. I'm actually going to release it tonight. I just well, it, it takes forever to to load the YouTube, but maybe yeah, tomorrow that's morning. That's real. Um, yeah, Jess and I and uh, Zach and Lisette 
uh, went to uh, while we were in Matthews, we made contact with um, a resident whose family has owned a, a, a plantation home on Poplar Grove. It's a big uh, plot of land. Uh, Samuel Williams uh, bought the property in 1750. And the home that we investigate just got finished investigating was built in 1760, uh, the Williamsdale home. Um, so circa 1760 is the name of the episode. Um, we spent 13 hours there um, with static camera. Long cold. Long and cold. There was no, uh, there was no heat. It was freezing. The only thing that warmed us up was shots. <laughs> they do a lot of shots, yeah, and a lot of beer. Um, but we just spent we just spent a whole uh, you know day and night there, and, and that episode has got a ton of evidence, and uh, was one of the most remarkable places I've ever uh, I've experienced so far. Um, and the footage is going to be a lot better. You, you'll see a, uh, an increase in quality just because of the uh, fact that it's inside. And, you know, we're, we're starting to figure this thing out a little bit more. Um, well, you guys are on a really good, like you're on the right track. I, like I said, I, I your production quality, I thought was really good. I, I know it's like try and shoot outside too. This is not my first go around on YouTube or TikTok <laughs> or anything like that. Right. Um, well, yeah, I, I thought it was really good for, for no longer than you guys have been doing. I thought somebody actually knew what they were doing. You guys are just winging it really well, apparently. Well, we appreciate you buttering us up, man. Uh, we do. We really do. We're Jimmy actually going to know what he's doing, though. He does. He, 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 like, downplays himself, but he's really freaking talented. He yeah. really is. It shows. It shows. Well, I can't wait till you guys, uh, tomorrow, if you get a free minute, check out the uh, Circa episode. Uh, it's going to be awesome. I'm, I just showed it to my kids. I made them watch it. Yeah. Uh, it's 46 minutes though. I had to cut out half the investigation because it was just so much. So we're going to have a part two or some extras on YouTube, but sounds amazing. Um, yeah. You know, the whole goal with this group was to try to do it right. Uh, we see mm -hmm. enough, uh, there's enough groups out there. There's thousands of groups out there and they put a lot of content on the, on the internet on TikTok and YouTube. And, and I actually, um, before I decided to start doing this, I wanted to sort of figure out what was out there because whatever was out there, I wanted to be better than that. Um, and I've told these guys um, basically every single day, let's be better than the, the group, any other group out there. So if it's quality we need, then we need to do better. Like we need to have a cameraman uh, dedicated. So then from now on, we we actually had a meeting. Uh, I know it sounds like an official group. We had a meeting about, hey, we're going to have an official cameraman. If somebody's going to be a cameraman or camerawoman that's going to focus on the assets 100% of the time, never turn your camera off. And we're going to have another camera person that's dedicated to the group and the other, uh, the room. And so when we do the footage for one, it's easier for me to put together, but also it provides us a better quality episode. Um, and then uh, cameras are on 24 seven. I mean, they never cut off uh, because, you know, we, even the outtakes get views on TikTok. So um, that's real. Thanks to the, thanks to the Ford. Um, that guy's <laughs> insane, but uh, we love him. Um, but yeah, man, we, you know, I've told them every single day, I want to be better than the next. So, you know, we look around for groups. Like I go on YouTube and I watch stuff and I'm like, ah, we could do better than that. You know, there's a lot of darkness, a lot of shakiness. Um, and granted those things are wonderful, but there's gotta be a way to do it. That's just a uh, better quality. Cause I want to entertain people. We as a group want to entertain people, uh, on top of also, um, finding evidence and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. Sounds like a damn good goal. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, any other questions you got for us, man? We, we can, we can answer <clears throat> stories. Yeah. Anybody else want to tell us a, a haunted story? What? Go give us it. an experience, Jess. 
I, I can oh, see God. it in your brain. I can see it. I know you got it. <laughs> No, I was going to, I was just going to say like when I was a kid, the, the very first, I say spirit I ever saw was actually an old man that lived in my room and my parents thought I was crazy. My, my, I grew up really religious. So my mom always was like, you know, stop that. You can't, can't do that. You sing amazing grace. You're not seeing anything, you know, you scare the shit out of people and they make you suppress that stuff. But mm. since all this has started, just, you know, speaking of when he was talking about circa 1760, just being there and walking that property. And when we saw the the woman walk past in the middle, like I saw her walk and then we go in the house and the guy tells us that and I thought I was going to fall out on the floor just because like you see it. And then when people just, you know, confirm what you see is crazy, but just like stuff like that. I see stuff all the time though. I recently just hired someone and they walked in and when they walked in their deceased dad was with them, that scared the crap right out of me. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to be able to focus for the rest of the day. Um, but I've also had some cool, um, meaningful things happen too, like people who have, um, you know, passed passed on, and there's someone that is really close to me, and they don't have closure, and they've kind of channeled me for them. Um, it happened with my assistant a couple weeks ago, um, and I didn't know, but she um, she had lost her aunt, but they didn't have like a great relationship, and she kind of felt bad that financially she couldn't afford to like go there and see her. And I got a really strong um, smell of like baby powder. And I guess I was her perfume. And I was like, okay. And I, so I turned because I can start to feel someone. And lo and behold, she's standing there. And so I looked at Deanna and I, and I said to her, I was, and I said her, her aunt's name. And um, I was like, she's standing behind you. And she just got so emotional. I ended up giving her a lot of closure. So there's not just scary stuff that I see. It's also really cool, awesome stuff that I'm seeing. Um, but yeah, I have lots of stories. I can talk paranormal and ghosts all the time. Like Jeremy, I am absolutely obsessed. And if the TV's on, it's paranormal too. So, <laughs> yep. And we got a firehouse in City Newbury News that's haunted. Um, and I used to be stationed there for about eight years. And I've been asked probably a dozen times since we started this group literally a month and a half, two months ago to, hey, you going to investigate Station Four? I'm like, hell no, I ain't investigating Station Four. It's too loud. <laughs> a I can't get anybody to shut up. The dispatcher's always going off. Uh, I'm not doing it. Noise contamination. I know it's haunted. I've already seen shit there. I don't have to go investigate it. But we might one day. We get really famous. Um, anyway, um, way back, uh, probably in the night, I guess it was early 2000s. I, I don't know exactly when the gentleman passed away, but there was a firefighter there that um, during the day they were doing some EMS training and they he pretended to die, actually, in the EMS training. He put a sheet over him and pretended to sit up and be a ghost. Well, uh, they go on a call and uh, they return from the call and he passes, he had passed away in the, um, uh, like a lazy boy chair in a back room. They found him there, just dead. Um, and so that was Covis, right? So that chair remained there the entire time I was there, the, the death chair, you know, and it was next to the treadmill. So you'd run and then when you retired, you'd sit in the death chair, you know? Um, and it was always creepy in there. And I'd heard stories when I got hired, um, but I had some actual experiences. So um, often at night when you were uh, in the bay, you would hear papers uh, rustling around and you would hear noises in there that don't make sense. They're not fire uh, department. They're, they're the noises you would hear if someone was moving around. Um, so that always creeped me out. Uh, anytime you went by the room with the death chair, the energy level was super high. Now, I don't know if it was because I knew that was the death chair and it was super scary. Um, but the energy was high. Well, one day I was um, sitting at a computer doing a report and 
there was only five of us there. It's a single engine house. Not a lot of people. The captain's in one room. There's a computer room, a bunch of us doing reports. Um, and one of the guys who comes out and he's not a bullshitter. Like he didn't barely even talk very much. Um, but he comes out of the uh, bathroom. He's kind of white. His face is like pale white. And he's, he looks a little terrified and he's counting people, you know? So I'm sitting at the computer next to the door and he's like, two, three. And he's like, he looks at me and he's like, were you just uh, using the restroom? And I'm like, no. And he goes, shit. I said, what do you mean? He goes, I just saw somebody standing at behind. There's uh, where the, the stall door shut. You can see the head and the legs, but but there's nobody there. All five of us were sitting literally in that uh, small area of the day room. So we were like, ah, it's COVID, you know. <laughs> well, uh, then the next story is um, my now battalion chief was stationed at that station. And um, the only two people that slept in the, the large open bunk room, it was, it's got about 20 beds. It's just a wide open room. Um, everybody sleeps in the same room, the captain, the master, and everybody slept on a different end of the station. Well, he was laying in his bed and he was, uh, he kind of woke up to a person walking down the aisle, uh, towards the bathroom. He sees the silhouette, open the door. It looks like a person, you know, he didn't think anything of it. They go into the bathroom and it was just him and another guy. And he assumed it was the other guy. Well, he waited and he said he waited and he waited. And then after about 10 minutes, he looks up and he sees the other guy still sleeping in his bed. And he was like, you have to be shitting me. Like freaked him out. He couldn't go back to sleep. And uh, the next morning he goes and asks everybody and everybody's like, no, man, nobody, nobody was in there. But everyone that has reported a story of Covis has seen the same thing. A silhouette walking down the bunk room, going into the bathroom and never returning. And so that was a kind of a, uh, another Covis story. And then the last COVID story that I have is um, we had a jokester at our station. He liked to play jokes and jump out and scare everybody, right? And um, so he did this all day, 24-hour shift, 23 hours. He was jumping out at us. He was getting kind of old. Uh, every corner he went around, he was, uh, uh, and you were like, holy shit, man, that's enough. But you couldn't get him to stop. Well, the following morning, uh, about an hour before we got off work, he was passing the death room, you know, the, where the death chair was. Um, and he said, now he came running into the day room. This guy doesn't mess. He's got jokes around a lot, but you could tell he wasn't joking. He was pale white. He looked terrified. And he said, as I was walking past the death room, a dark shadow figure jumped out at me, scared the shit out of me. And he ran into the day room as fast as he could. And uh, we were like, well, you know what? COVID has had enough of your shit. That's his business. That's his job. It ain't your job to be scaring people. Uh, that was a sign. And so uh, we let him go. And then before he got into his truck, I had hid in the back seat, you know, and uh, he had had the truck running to warm it up because it was diesel. I guess he had to warm it up or something. So I'm hanging out in the back seat and uh, Tony gets in the truck and he puts the seatbelt on, you know, he had like like big king cabs. So it was plenty of space. I'm hiding behind the seat and everybody, everybody knows. So they're all coming out slowly, you know, and then all of a sudden I come around the back of the seat, like, Oh man, I never seen a guy get out of the truck so fast, man. He hit the belt and the door at the same time. He was gone, man. And uh that taught him a lesson. So uh station four, uh station four city new news is definitely haunted. But uh, you know, if we end up investigating it, it'll be a long time from now because I want to do some bigger, cooler things. But yeah. All yep. right. So what 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 haunted locations are on your guys' bucket list? Oh man, we got a lot. <laughs> Oh yeah. Well, it's a huge bucket list. Anytime you Google haunted locations, it's a bigger bucket list, but you got one, you got one. What is it? 
uh we're going to do the conjuring house uh either the end of this year or the first of uh 25 that was what we decided right away we want to either end big or begin big um there's a couple things that i want to do at the conjuring house the um the the jason's daughter jason from the ghost hunters daughter is uh one of the caretakers there now her and her husband i don't know if you've seen sam and colby on. i know we're giving shout outs to these folks but whatever shout them sam out and colby. here we go yeah whatever it's a great sam and colby they're awesome they got a great uh youtube channel but i was watching the conjuring they did a, a seven nights there and the the most astonishing thing i've ever seen was the jason's daughter and her husband um have this ability to uh to hold hands basically and get spirits to respond to them and interact with them out of knocks and they do the alphabet as they if you haven't watched it it's i mean being in the interest in the paranormal is is one thing but like this is deep and uh sam and colby tend to have some pretty raw stuff there's not a whole lot of i don't think they fake a whole lot of things um i actually saw her and her husband jason's daughter and her husband um do this on ghost hunters on another episode before she was at the conjuring house um they looked and they found an uh, old old uh quill pen under the floorboard and i was like astonished because this ghost tapped out abcd or whatever and it said look under the floorboard so they're at the conjuring house now and if you go there uh if you request it they will they'll actually do a session with you and it, it and we know the conjuring house gets a bad a bad rep um from because of the movies uh, mm. but what i learned by watching the uh that episode of those episodes is uh there's bad shit there and there's a lot of good shit there and um i'm interested in the good shit that's there because i think there's some very intelligent spirits there that i'd love to communicate with they have a lot of in uh, information they actually open up a, a world of information about the spirit world if you get a chance to watch the, the episodes totally worth it i mean it's one of the most uh, amazing episodes i've ever seen uh, and seven of them so it's really really good um, but the conjuring house 2025 i think is probably when we're gonna be able to do it because it's so far away from us <clears throat> and we have full-time jobs and families yep, but um yep, it does put a damper on things uh first yeah. or waverly hills <clears throat> you sent me one a few uh yesterday jess you want to do uh, oh yeah that's this morning at 7 30 because i'm crazy oh, yeah. um I sorry <laughs> i was having sleep <laughs> that's okay sweet spring sanatorium is definitely on my bucket list yeah that would be Take awesome. me to West Virginia because there's a lot there. Yeah, we got a lot of places we want to do. Um, you know, we want to we want to do good places. We want to uh, do good work, and um, you know, it depends on how much money we have, I guess. <laughs> well, I'll tell you from my experience, just Waverly is worth the price of admission. I will tell you that. Well, we're not worried about the price. I mean, we our group is okay with splitting the money um, yeah. and figuring out a way to do it. Yep, we'll sell merch one day. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you got nice sweatshirts. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you what, you know, what's really shitty, Bo. We, we, we got these sweatshirts in and then old Randy over there decides, you know what? I'm going to create a logo and I like that logo better. So <laughs> now we got all these shirts with the old logo and we got to order new shirts. And yeah. That's how you grow, right? Yeah. yeah, that's it. It's okay. This is like the original shit here. So. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Got a couple of those floating around. Paradise. Hey man, uh, real quick. I wanted to tell you one more story uh, just yeah, because. Go ahead we're doing i don't want to forget um the first investigation that i did as beyond the badge was um actually uh at newport news park uh campground site uh they have a, a civil war battlefield out in the woods and um, i bought some basic ghost hunting equipment and thought i need to do some sort of i need to try this shit out right so i didn't really have any friends to hang out with me 
Um, but I need to try the equipment out. So I actually brought my 12 year old daughter, Ava, who's totally an enthusiast as well. She actually went to Gettysburg with me and we did the orphanage together and they, we, they put us in the dungeon together and she was totally on board. She loved that shit, man. And she's pissed that she can't go to St. Albans. Um, but, uh, anyway, I was already, I had scheduled conveniently scheduled a camping trip, um, at Newburgh news park. <laughs> and, uh, so I, I arranged everything perfectly. And, um, and Lissette went, uh, Torres, the other investigator we have, and we went out to the woods. I got permission to stay out in the middle of the woods because you have to get permission for that, I guess. And, um, you know, I didn't think we were going to get anything, man. I thought it was going to be one of those things where we just go out and hear crickets. Um, and it was a calm night. It was a clear night. And from the very beginning, from the get-go, we got evidence. As soon as I turned that spirit box on, well, before we did, I, I, I said, hey, my name is Jeremy Lefevre. This is Lissette Torres. This is Ava Rose. Uh, we're here just to sort of make communication. And Lissette's uh, girlfriend was there too. And I introduced everybody. And no shit, man. As soon as I turned the spirit box on, it said Torres. And I was like, what the f Now, I heard it, but I really couldn't figure it out until I listened to it. And I was like, you got to be shitting me, man. Like, that's quick. So anyways, this Torres. And then we got EMF spikes. And then I walked down the bridge by myself, a little bridge over the water, and I was doing a spirit box session, and it said, thanks, Jeremy, which was really creepy. And then we went in further into the woods, and we did uh, like a spirit box, EMF, cat ball, trio session. And uh, we got, we had that damn cat ball sitting out there for 20 minutes. Not a thing happened to it. It was just sitting there and sitting there and sitting there. And finally, Lissette was like, Look, if you want us to leave you alone, just touch the cat ball. And no shit, two seconds later, boom, the cat ball goes off. <laughs> now, when, when you're starting off and you've never experienced any of this, everyone was like, oh, shit. You know, they're all freaking out and stuff. And then, uh, of course, we didn't leave, right? Because we're not doing that. So the spirit box, Lissette goes, hey, uh, is this place haunted? And it said, yeah. And then uh, very clear. And then she said, oh, is this safe? And it said, nope, haunted, like really long and, and deep. I'm like, you got to be shitting me. This is great. We're out here doing this, and I'm actually getting some evidence. And then we move further into the woods at, to the actual, um, where the actual battle encampments were. And we got uh, a name of a soldier, Eric. We got at war. Um, so we were getting some cool shit, man. Um, and that was just like the very first uh, trial run, really, of the equipment. And I, I was I was already hooked anyway. But it just it made me feel good that, hey, we got some shit and I can put it on the Internet. So I did put that stuff out there on uh, YouTube. If you haven't checked it out, it's the um, I call it the damn one because it's damn number one is the uh, name of the battlefield. And we'll go out there and do it again now that we have cooler equipment and a uh, more uh, put together group. And that's one that my daughter can go to because it's pretty safe. But yeah, man, that was a cool way to start off this, <clears throat> the badge thing. Yeah, it sounds uh, like it. Yeah. And uh, what is it? Two weeks from now? Not even two weeks. We go to Albert St. Albans, and I know a lot of people go there. But um, I think we're gonna we're gonna have an amazing investigation there. We're gonna do some cool shit. Can't wait. Yeah. And then you talked about the firefighting stuff and how that uh, plays a role into what we do. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we. Uh, uh, I know Randy can attest to this. That you know, we see some bad shit. People don't call us when things are good, right? Um, and I know in 18 years being in the city of Newport News, um, which is an amazing fire department, by the way, give them some uh, some props. Um, unfortunately, you know, we see I've seen a lot of death, a lot of destruction. And um, there's a there's a connection that you get with with that. You know, when you're in a room with someone who's passed away and 
uh, you're in the middle of a, involved with a traumatic event where someone's passed away, there's a, a feeling that that's there, um, uh, that their spirit and soul and whatever is still there. Um, there's an energy there. So I've been, I've felt that so many times and I was at a, uh, like a Comic-Con and I met Dave Schrader, the investigator from the Holes of Files and a really nice guy, by the way. And I was ex discussing to him the potential that when we leave those scenes, especially on the, as a paramedic and that, <clears throat> that medics there, when someone passes away in that medic, what's the likelihood that that spirit gets stuck in the back of that medic? What if I could see the spirit world? Is the medic just full of people? Is it just tons of folks back there just hanging out? Um, did that shit come back to the station? You know, like when we bring it to the firehouse, we get out those spirits, they roam around the station. I would love to be able to see the other side and just say, how many people are at firehouse number six right now? It's gotta be a shit ton of people. I mean, you know, go to three or four, five our cardiac arrest a day. Um, imagine those folks just following us home. And then if, you know, me being involved with paranormal, maybe I put off a different light, you know? Maybe I maybe I have a glow that they see and they're like, I'm going to go with this dude, you know, so I always wonder about that. Um, and also, Randy can attest, we're just fucked up. I mean, we see bad shit all the time. Uh, we're just fucked up people, man. <laughs> like we have to see shit and yeah. then we have to go right back to normal. Like we'll we'll see yeah. bad shit and then immediately go back to the station, eat cheeseburgers and hang out and talk shit about football. And then it's crazy how we don't uh, have a real way to separate ourselves from what we do yeah my so. uh, little woman is a nurse and oh yeah we have I, we've had some conversations over dinner that you know she she's the same way she sees some fucked up shit comes home and makes dinner it's yeah we're, we're so, fucked up man we're, yeah, we're messed up up here we're messed up here and that's why usually firefighters drink and do dumb shit because uh there's no other who are you going to talk to really i mean right talk to a paranormal investigator maybe but uh or a, or a shrink but nobody wants to talk to a fucking shrink man i don't want to talk to a shrink so um you don't have anybody to talk to your wives uh, and i'm sure jess is amazing because she already sees what randy's going through before he gets home but like most wives don't want to hear about the bad shit you're talking about you know they just don't know why you're acting the way you're acting so most guys come home they drink and do dumb shit and you know i can't say what we're doing is safer um <laughs> you know I wouldn't call this safe uh, going to see demons and stuff, but, um, but, but and, and there is alcohol involved, um, <laughs> but I believe it's more controlled. Uh, no one's drinking and driving and doing dumb shit. So, uh, and you know, it's a group of friends. We can uh, communicate um, like Zach DeFord, our uh, other investigators, uh, uh, you know, he was a recon Marine and he's seen a lot of bad shit and, He'll tell you, you know, he's got some dark his dark past and stuff like that. And so this kind of stuff is good for him too. He gets to ex experience some things and and um and have this social uh life with us. And he's a he's an amazing dude, uh, funny as hell. Um, but uh, yeah, if you ever watch any of our TikToks, most of them are with Zach doing some dumb shit. <laughs> uh, I'm 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 too ugly and can't speak right. Zach is uh kind of he's he's handsome dude and he. He's always got his face in the camera saying some, and some of it, I'm like, you know what? I know that's offensive, but I don't give a shit, man. Just like, <laughs> you don't want to watch our shit. Don't watch our shit. I don't care. Like, whatever. But yeah. Man, it. It sounds like an amazing thing you guys are doing. It really does. Yeah. We're going to do some amazing things. This is just the beginning. Right on. Right on. Yeah. All right. What else we got? Anybody? 
Anybody else got anything they want to talk about? You know, we we never introduced ourselves, Ben. I, I think our people know who we are. Uh, to them. <laughs> oh. <Be> polite. <laughs> well, that's Jake. He's the one you guys been talking to. Yeah. I'm Ben. And yeah. I'm okay. just kidding. <clears throat> Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. Oh, we sure. really appreciate you guys coming out. If you ever want to come on and tell stories, we are always open for that. I was thinking about it. Uh, I, so one thing about me you may not know is I think about shit all the time. I'm like ridiculously, I'll text random shit. I'm like, hey, I'm thinking about this. I was thinking about this today. We're going uh, We're going to like St. Albans and the cabin and all that. And when we have these experiences, man, I'll reach out to uh, one of you and say, hey, you want to hear some shit we can talk about? If you want, man, we can uh, we can come back and talk about all the investigations that we do Uh if you need absolutely we love it yeah, yeah we 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 don't mind talking about it man uh we're gonna have some cool shit happen to us this year and uh we need to share it with somebody so yeah you yeah. guys are always welcome here on the paranatural podcast yeah, yeah plus absolutely. you got my number i love hearing about spooky shit all right man we'll definitely <laughs> do that i i was listening to your podcast today actually in the truck with my my 12 year old daughter <laughs> oh that don't repeat anything that you hear. Don't repeat anything you hear. <laughs> but I was like, hey, this is the podcast we're on tonight. It sounds pretty fucking good, right? And she's like, it does sound good, Dad. These guys sound pretty legit. And I'm like, yeah, no, man. It's some real shit right here. Dad, dad's, dad and his group's moving up to the next level, man. We got a so. couple goofballs talking shit about scary shit on the internet. That's all. That better? We're the we next level. It. We enjoyed it. Y'all are next level, man. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> Someday we want to do what you guys are doing, but we're too broke and I got little kids. Well, I'm broke. I mean yeah. being in debt is being in debt is uh is one thing. Man. <laughs> it's part of the game, isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah. I'm gonna make it big one day, guys. All right. Yeah. Well, don't well you guys are gonna have to come down things. here and just be a guest with us and we'll just take you and I can scare the shit out of you is what I tell you standing behind you, like I do Jeremy. Oh, don't do that. Yeah, that's scary. <laughs> no, don't do it. It's can't fun. love. But <laughs> oh yeah, Ben's Ben's very sensitive, and he he, uh, he doesn't get scared. One of the first. Oh, you're like me. We know it's coming before everybody else. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm a medium. I'm more like a small, but it's close enough. I at least know it's there. Ben's being modest. So the first time that he came over to my house, I was telling him I had a bunch of weird shit going on. I kept seeing this figure walk into my hot water heater room. And he comes over. I've told this story so many times, but I love it. He comes over and he's like, where are you seeing it? So he walks over to the hot water heater room and he's standing outside the door. And he's like, I'm feeling like a push, like something doesn't want me in here. Like it's not. It's angry, but it's not evil. So he takes one more step right underneath the door frame, and it falls and hits him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's my life. But <laughs> <laughs> that's like insane. the yeah, the whole door like it just falls off and hits him. That's crazy. He knew it was coming. Yeah. He knew it was coming. I and I kept walking because <laughs> he's just like, oh, well, let's go in here. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, we had talked about doing some guest uh, investigators too. I got two guys going with us, St. Albans, just to cut the price down a little bit. Mm-hmm. you know Ooh, they charge a and, lot to go walk around them spooky places don't no they shit man no shit I, you know for a while i was like how in the hell do all these little podunk groups get into these places man like you have to call i was sending letters out look i'm gonna go ahead and admit it i'm an idiot <laughs> i was i downloaded chat gbt right and i'm i'm writing fucking official letters with uh, a letterhead 
I'm sending shit out to, I sent probably a hundred letters out to every institution, abandoned institution, everything saying, Hey, let my group come. We, and I let chat GPT write it. Right. It's pretty impressive. It was talking about how we love the history and, you know, we do this and we do that. And I made it specific for each place. I mean, it was a lot of work. I ain't getting nothing back, man. I'm like, this is bullshit. <laughs> how, these, how these folks on YouTube, they got one view get in this fucking place, man. So come to find out, you just got to pay the money, man. That's yeah. Still, you know what? That's easier. I don't got any talks. You just sign up chat, and pay your, pay your money, and they'll let you come in. They'll let you walk around. And let you do all kinds of stuff. Yeah, no. And I need to buy me one of these places, man. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Investment. But I got a couple guys coming. Uh, one of them is my fire captain. I convinced him to come, and another guy at my station. I was like, guys, I need y'all in here, man. Like, if y'all could come hang out, uh, it would be uh, cut the price down, uh, and also come hang out. So they're coming. Uh, they've never done this before. They both said they're not going to be scared. Uh, I've sent them links to St. Albans and uh, all the bad shit. Um, and uh, we're going to find out, man, uh, how our guest investigators handle a little scare. So it's going to be Those fun. Are the most fun to take with you is the I've never done this before, guys. Yeah. Oh, always a blast. You know? always a blast. Cool. But anyway, yeah, you guys, you want to come back on and tell us stories from your past investigations, future investigations. You are more than welcome. Uh, reach out. We'd love to have you back on. All right. I appreciate you guys letting us be on, man. Hey, we appreciate you guys coming on. Really do. Yeah, right. Thank you. So everybody check out Beyond the Badge Paranormal. I promise you're going to enjoy it. Uh, great bunch of people. They're having a lot of fun out there doing probably what a lot of us who uh, get into the paranormal want to be doing. So. Yeah, check them out. YouTube. Yeah, and I, I gotta say, I I really appreciate what you guys are doing. Like you said, you don't guys really don't have an outlet that's safe. I I I like what you're doing. Like I mean, yeah, demon hunting, paranormal. It's not safe, but it's <laughs> better than drinking and drugs ruining your life. That's right. So yeah, I big big shout out to you guys. Um, appreciate it. I appreciate what you're doing. Awesome, man. Yeah, we're gonna keep doing it too. Uh oh, uh, check out circa 1760. You should see it on YouTube tomorrow. It takes a, a god awful amount of time to take it from Adobe to YouTube. It takes with 46 <laughs> minutes, but it'll get there. Uh I'm gonna start it as soon as we're done here, and it'll be done. This will be out after that. So by the time you are hearing this, it will be uploaded. So get over there, watch the video, like yeah. the video, comment on the video, get mm, these guys some love, get these guys growing some. Yeah, there are 17 minutes. There are 17 minutes in that video at the uh towards the end there. That is to me the most remarkable 17 minutes that I mean it barring seeing a, a full fed uh fledged spirit apparition walk by. Um, some of the stuff that uh, the investigator Lissette experiences in the 17 minutes is absolutely astonishing. Um, so yeah, if, if nothing else, check out that. I mean, the last 17 minutes is, is cool shit, man. Well, now I and, can't wait and, to check it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I know my, my wife and daughter said it was okay too. So I guess it's fine. Hey, that's, that's the stamp of <laughs> approval you need. Yep. Cool, all right. Yep. All right. Thanks for having us. It was very nice to meet you all, and thank you for coming on, and we hope to talk to you again real, real soon. All right. Talk to you soon. All right. All right. Bye. All right. Well, once again, we want to thank the uh, folks from Beyond the Badge Paranormal for coming and visiting us, and we have one more person to thank before we wrap the show up, Jacob. We're a little no. bit late with this one, but 
Nathan Norman became our newest supporting member on Patreon. And Nathan, we want to say thank you very much for your support. We really do appreciate it. It means the world to us. So thanks a lot, buddy. He goes by Nate. He goes by Nate. He goes by Nate. All right. Well, Nate, hey, bud, we appreciate you. He's a lovable creature. There you go. Yes, thank you, Nate. Love you. Um, <laughs> I was good talking to you the past couple of weeks. Um, thanks for being a fan. Um, and I hope... I hope that you're still happy with your hair loss. I know Ben is. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you so much, as always, for choosing to spend your time with us here on the Paranatural Podcast. If you enjoy the show, share the show with a friend. We love you. Good night. And I'm Ben. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I mean, watch the Lions game. Good night. Love you.